Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Young, Beautiful, Successful. It's a podcast about Ariana Grande, and I'm your host, Gabby. Hope everyone is having a great week. Our last episode was with Molly McAleer. She was so fun to talk to. We talked about so much. We talked about the 3435 remix. We talked about Olivia Rodrigo. We talked about so much. She went to the Sweetener World Tour three times, so we talked about that. So if you haven't listened to our last episode, go check that out. This week, I have a very special guest, Whitney of Keep Up Radio. She is on TikTok, so many followers on TikTok, so it was so fun to get to talk to her. And I know all of my TikTok followers who are listening will be so excited to hear from her. We talked all about TikTok and kind of whether going viral is a matter of strategy or luck and it's kind of both and we talk about that a lot and we also talk about some fan rumors so one thing that we discussed when we recorded was whether or not there would be a positions deluxe and we just found out that there will be so we're gonna be getting four new songs we might get a 3435 remix video too it was just announced by ariana um, she put out her little blast across social media said happy February so we're gonna see what happens um that is very exciting and I definitely I was I did not believe that we were gonna get a deluxe you guys but because I don't I really can't remember the last time Ariana the last time Ariana did a deluxe was during Dangerous Woman so it's been a while but I'm very excited we don't know when we're gonna get these four new songs yet but hopefully soon. And another announcement today is that, you know, Ariana has still been promoting her new fragrance, R.E.M., and there's a whole comic book that's coming with it if you buy it now. This is not sponsored. I just think that's pretty cool that there's literally a comic book for her. Like, that's kind of awesome. (laughs) Okay, so before we get into my interview with Whitney, I just want to remind you all to please subscribe or follow wherever you're listening. And please leave a review if you're listening on Apple on your iPhone right now. It would mean so much to me. Basically, if you're on the Young Beautiful Successful page, just scroll down. Give me preferably a five-star rating, please, and let me know your thoughts on the podcast. It really helps so much. And right now, we gained like 10 since the last episode, so I'm very happy. But I'm trying to get it to 100. We're at like 68 or 69 right now. <laughs> um, so please keep leaving reviews. It, it really means so much to me. And if you're listening and screenshot that you're listening or post on Instagram story, I will repost you or retweet you wherever you post. That's at Ariana Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, of course. So follow me there. There were also a little bit of sound glitches with this episode, so I'm just going to put that out there. There's a few things that made me cringe. It's mostly me. Whitney sounds beautiful on this. But there were a little bit of sound issues, so I'm just going to flag that. It's not the best quality this week, but I'm working on it. It's hard. We're in the pandemic. Everything's virtual. (laughs) So I will hopefully have better audio next time, but just bear with me on this one, you guys. This was so fun talking to Whitney, so let's get into the convo. Like property, collect them like monopoly. I probably won't come if there's not 
Okay, so today I'm joined by Whitney Singleton. You may know her from TikTok, Keep Up Radio. She's the number one celebrity news source on TikTok, and I'm so happy to have her here today. Welcome, Whitney. Hello, thank you for having me. Yay. So <laughs> thank you so much for joining me on this Ariana Grande podcast. So of course, my first question would be for you, what do you love about Ariana Grande? I just, I feel like I love how like authentic she is. Like she's totally herself and just not afraid to kind of like do or say whatever and mm -hmm. sing about whatever. And I absolutely love that about her. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what, what would be some of your favorite songs by her? Um, I absolutely love Seven Rings, Such a Jam and Monopoly. Those are like my two like pump up songs. Like if I'm mm -hmm. ever trying to get myself like mentally prepared, like, yeah, you got this. Like those are my amp up songs. So those two for sure. Yeah. So you actually also have a podcast, Keep Up Radio. And you did a whole episode about Ariana. And one thing I noticed on that podcast is you have the same horoscope as Ariana. I do. Yeah, we're both cancer. Do you feel like you relate to her in that way? I definitely feel like we're connected. She's also, her birthday's the day before mine. So she's the 26th on the 27th. So mm -hmm. absolutely, for sure. I realized you and I are actually very close in age, actually. I was born June 18th, 96. Okay. Oh so my gosh, like, wow. Very close in age, yeah. We are, we are. So one thing that I like to do with guests is go through a few of their past Ariana Grande tweets. Ooh. So I have some throwbacks for you. I'm excited. So December 1st, 2018, you posted a video of your cat who was meowing to the beat of Thank You Next. And you yes. said my cat likes Ariana Grande too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That was my cat, Marco. He actually passed away. So RIP oh, to him. But I know. Yes. But he, yes, he was the best cat. And I was like so surprised because he it was a very talkative cat. So yeah, I was singing along and he was like, meowing and I was like this is so cute I have to tweet this um so yeah that's so cute and funny I love that love that so then you have another one this is August 24th 2019 and it's a quote tweet someone said I really be yelling having a grand old time in my car when I'm by myself if anyone looked over and saw me they'd probably be concerned and you said this is me especially if I'm listening to Nikki Ari Cardi or Beyonce Oh my gosh, 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm always jamming out to Ariana as well. I don't really drive anymore, but. Right, that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we have to talk about TikTok. We do. Whitney, you have blown up truly on TikTok. <laughs> I remember, and I said this on TikTok Live the other day, but there was like a very, there was maybe one day where you and I had the same amount of followers. <laughs> Next thing I know, you have like, five times the amount of followers as me. I'm so happy for you. And you. what, for people who don't know, I guess I'll kind of explain the vibe of your TikTok. So you're very interactive, which I love. A lot of things are made for people to duet. You have your series. Do you really know the lyrics of the song? Are you a real fan Will you, where you'll do kind of like a quiz for people to mm -hmm. do that with? So I guess my first question would be, what made you decide to start your TikTok? Yeah, um, I'm super excited to answer this question because it is Ariana Grande related. Oh, awesome. So yeah, it's so funny because going back, I started TikToking like probably two years ago, like first got on TikTok two years ago. And then once quarantine hit, I very much so seriously started TikToking. Mm -hmm. um, I have another account that now is just kind of like my spam account where I post occasionally, but I was definitely doing every kind of trend, dancing, singing, you name it, yeah. like I was doing it. 
Um, but my one TikTok that went very, very viral was an Ariana Grande related tweet. And I don't know if you remember the sound where it was like, um, well, it's um, the, the music inside this bus is way too loud or oh, something yeah. like that. Ladies and gentlemen, the volume inside of this bus is astronomical. It is way too loud. <laughs> yeah, and there was a tweet on Twitter where it said, um, it's actually, it's a little tea-like, but I'll, I'll say it anyway. It was when, and it's kind of crossing over victorious into like real life. Mm -hmm. And it, it was something along the lines of, remember when um, Tori stole Kat's boyfriend, but then Ariana Grande stole um, Tori's career in yeah. real life. Like just comparing like, you know, actually becoming a pop star in real life. So it was so funny. So I synced up that tweet um, to that sound and I was completely like, no makeup like I had my bonnet on like it was I just posted it just to post it I was like this isn't good whatever I'm just doing a funny tweet blew up like totally wow. like probably actually honestly has more likes than any post on my current new TikTok keep up radio actually wow. just because it was so niche and so specific um mm -hmm. and yeah and it, it got me probably about it probably has like 165,000 likes on it or so wow because total on my page I have about like 200,000 on my other page so yeah, that one had that was like the big one. So it's got to have between like 165 to 180,000 likes on it. So I kept doing TikToks and anytime it was Ariana Grande related, it just did very well. So wow. I actually even like posted on Instagram saying like every time I, I post about Ariana Grande, like it makes me blow up. Like it's just so funny. Wow. Um, and then um in 2020, I had made the decision content-wise because um I did go to school for like social media marketing and digital marketing. So that was something I always wanted to do. Um, just trying to find like what I wanted to do specifically. Um, so in 2020, I was like, okay, I'm just going to create content. Like I'm not going to be too strict my, with myself mm -hmm. um, because I had been feeling pretty down because I had been trying to do stuff since 2017, like trying to find my thing. Um, and so I really was like podcasting and doing whatever. And I've always absolutely loved celebrity news. Like since I was a little kid, like I used to say like, oh my God, I want to work for TMZ one day. Yeah. And then I was like, oh no, wait, I want to work for E! News so I can like meet the celebrities because they do promo there. Like, I don't want to do the drama so much, but ever since I was little, that was always my interest. But, you know, I'm sure you're aware we have so many, um, celebrity news outlets, T channels. I mean, there's truly so many, whether it's on Instagram, YouTube. Um, so I just felt like for the longest time, like people would be like, why don't you talk about celebrity news? Like you love that stuff. I'm like, yeah, but I don't think I can bring something like new to the table. Like it just seemed oversaturated to me at the time. Mm -hmm. So back in the beginning of 2020, when I decided I was going to do whatever content like made me happy, I really started with my, my podcast, Keep Up Radio. Um, and I had been just doing whatever I felt like. And early what was it around maybe like the summer or the fall um there was like a huge split between these podcasters I'm not sure if you follow but there was like this big barstool podcast they had like call a her daddy, split. Yeah. yes call her daddy yeah I actually follow that drama <laughs> I'm an unwell sweater on today um, but yes huge fan so when they split I was very sad because that was one of my favorite podcasts like I mm -hmm. used to listen to it all the time like especially in a time where I was kind of down and like trying to figure out myself like it brought me so much joy so yeah. I was very sad when they split um but I felt like I could speak on it very well because I had been listening to the podcast like since the beginning basically and I basically did a huge episode called like uh, a scholarly analysis on the <laughs> call her daddy split um basically starting from the the beginning to the end pulling in everybody's like 
information, like whether it was Dave Portnoy, Erica Nardini, like I just mm-hmm. pulled everywhere. I scrolled back on Instagram, probably miles with my finger, like just <laughs> trying to get as many much information as I could for that episode. Um, and really just trying to present the idea that, you know, it's like we have two people who probably there's truth on both sides, you know, and you have to kind of just take everything with a grain of salt. And it doesn't really make sense to choose a side so much in yeah. terms of like, cause everybody had like a thing that was like the whole gist of the podcast, but that episode did really well. Like I had shared it on like Reddit online and like, it was my most listened to episode. And so I was like, okay, like, that's cool. Like that was me talking about something I genuinely cared about, which was celebrity news. Um, so maybe I can figure something out. Like maybe there is a spot for me here somehow. So then I said, okay, Positions is coming out. I yeah. his latest album, which is a certified bop. <laughs> um, and so I was like, okay, Positions is coming out. I'm going to do an episode documenting Ariana Grande's entire career because I absolutely love her. Like I love listening yeah. to her. Um, it's kind of the same thing where I get to pull the information. I'm very much so like, I love, I love to talk, but I love gathering information and regurgitating. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I do on my, my TikTok. Um, so I had done so much research for that episode. I said, I feel like I dug so deep into this girl's life. I must know facts that nobody else knows now, clearly, yeah. because <laughs> so much information thus, um, for facts that you didn't know was born. And my first TikTok on my keep up radio TikTok was facts about Ariana Grande that you didn't know because it was from that episode that I did um and I actually posted that and it did like okay in the beginning and I was like oh whatever and then like a few hours in like it had like a couple hundred likes and then like a couple thousand likes in a day and I had gained I think like 500 followers in a day and I was like oh I think I I think I found what I'm supposed to be doing now um and ever since then I've just been running with it and creating facts and I've expanded into the do you really know the lyrics and the are you a true are you a certified stan um so that's kind of how I got started and I've just been running it with it ever since wow I love that thank you so much so is there anything else you think helps you blow up as quickly as you did on TikTok? Yeah, I think definitely um, starting videos with duets took me mm-hmm. to the next level. Um, like I said, I definitely, I went to school for digital marketing, social mm-hmm. media marketing. So as much as this is like a fun for me, I'm definitely looking at it from a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. And so once I started to get traction, I was like all about optimization and yeah. efficiency. So it, if you actually look at my earlier videos, they're a lot longer. I was doing like 60 second videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just quickly learned that watch time on TikTok is like essential for like getting a lot of likes so I became more efficient so it went from like as many facts as I could squeeze into a minute to four facts in 15 seconds and sometimes I go over but um I know every point in that video is like valuable so if it's the right person and I'm sharing it and it gets to the right audience it will do well Mm -hmm. um so I think that had a lot to do with it as well as like I said the the duets because then you're just having other people kind of amplify your TikTok for you. So it's like getting, using, leveraging their audiences to like bring awareness to like my page. So those were the two things that I think really like came together. And then I had like a TikTok actually like do really well. It hit a million views and it was a TikTok about um, Cardi B actually. And I just reshared it actually today um, cause I'm trying to test now and see, okay, how does like reposting work? If I want to mm-hmm. take two days off, like, can I just repost some episodes and see what happens? Um, but it was about Cardi B and it was like, oh, like, does she let her baby listen to WAP? And that was like another thing I did too, actually. So I have like what I consider like breaking news TikToks mm-hmm. where I basically have like uh, in the first three seconds, I'm saying something to try and grab your attention and then I'll proceed and kind of talk about what I'm going to talk about. So 
I, I will be like, does Cardi B listen to let her baby listen to WAP? And then I'll be like, yeah, no, she does not like check out this video. And like <laughs> that, that in that TikTok, the video played and it was very cute because culture came walking in and then Cardi B noticed and she's like, oh, no, 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 no. And she shut the music <laughs> up and it's very funny. Um, so that TikTok actually ended up reaching a million views. And I think that was the, the TikTok that kind of really got a lot of people to my page. And like, yeah. I think when that one was doing well, um, all my other videos got boosted as well. So yeah, I credit it definitely to Ariana Grande and optimization. <laughs> love that. Yeah, something else I love about your TikTok is the design of it is very clean. Everything, when you scroll through your feed, everything is very consistent in how it looks. I remember, who was it? I think Noah Beck did an interview recently where he was like, the secret to a good TikTok is lighting. Like that's the, like, yes. that's the main thing. And I think- you definitely have very good lighting and also just have that consistent look. Yeah. Just I need to improve on in my TikTok. <laughs> um, so I definitely am getting some inspiration from you. So thank you. Yay, I'm glad. Um, it, and honestly, I'm not by nature very good at that stuff. Like with my Instagram too, I've been trying, it's so hard on Instagram. Like I, I recently presets have been like a savior for me because it really does make everything look consistent. Mm -hmm. And like being consistent on TikTok was honestly by, by accident, because I was like, it's true. Like good lighting, I think can totally make or break a TikTok. And so I invested in a ring light and I was like, okay, I'm going to always use this. And I'm mm -hmm. always going to use like this red color. And I, the, the white background just comes from like using pictures on Instagram. So mm -hmm. what I actually do to get my setup is I'll screenshot on Instagram. I'll use like Instagram's like photo to like scrunch, you know how you can scrunch mm -hmm. something and move it around. And by default, like if you're, you know how it'll take the color of the, whatever you screenshot. So if it's white on the top, white on the bottom, it just defaults to mm -hmm. white. So that is kind of like how that happened. And I was like, oh, well, it actually looks really nice when it's all white background. Yeah. So I'll just kind of deal with that. So it's funny that you notice that because I myself hadn't noticed like because I'm really bad at that by by nature that it looks so consistent, but somebody else brought it up to me too recently. So thank you for that. That means yeah, a course. lot to me. <laughs> well, I hope everyone's taking notes because you're giving out some great advice. <laughs> so something that I noticed in your recent YouTube video, you just started your YouTube channel. I did. You were talking about how you've always um, admired celebrity news, but there can be a toxic side of celebrity news and kind of dehumanization of celebrities sometimes and that you want to be different from that so can you kind of expand on that was sort of your mission for sure yeah absolutely I think from the start like I went in thinking like okay like what I do with these videos is not going to be a tea channel because kind of like how mm -hmm. I was saying earlier there's so many tea channels and like I think people do forget that like celebrities are human too so like just because they have money just because they have clout like that does not mean that if you tell them a b and c or they see that you said a b and c it's not going to hurt their feelings you know and so I've just like I, I majored in communication but then I focused on social media and digital marketing and extracurricular so I had a lot of like psychology classes and like mm -hmm. interpersonal communication so just yeah. like understanding people and I think that like really gave me like a sense of like I really just empath empathy is like mm -hmm. I think so important it's like one of my life mantras for sure of just like understanding that you know, when somebody says something it is coming there you have to think about their whole life and like what they've experienced like especially if they're being mean like I think the statement like hurt people hurt people sometimes mm -hmm. has a lot of truth to it yeah. so I am just very empathetic by nature with like everybody I meet. And I think it kind of stinks that like, because these people are on an elevated platform that 
people think it's okay to just completely like rip them apart. And I'm like, no, not, not me, I guess. Like, I understand like you're going to talk about them because they have that elevated platform, but it's like, they're still human. So yeah, when I went into this, I was like, I, I definitely am not a T I've contemplated thinking, putting my bio, like not a T channel just to like set the, cause I've had people be like, oh, like you're doing your T wrong. I'm like, it's not a T channel. So I'm not doing it wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just went in saying, I want to be more informative and kind of highlight like the better part of celebrity versus like just taking an opportunity. Um, but that isn't to say I definitely, and it, it comes, it's a game really, because I do know for a fact that having a catchy headline is going to pull people in. So I kind of had to have like a conversation with myself from like a strategic standpoint of like, okay, like maybe play with it a little bit, but like correct it immediately just so you're not spreading. So that is where like those breaking news TikToks come from, where I'll try to say like the craziest thing I can think of that's like, three seconds long that will pull you in that isn't like too hurtful. Um, but then I immediately corrected it, like similar to like, is Cardi B let her be listen to WAP? Yeah. No, like I have so <laughs> many of them like that. Well, you're hearing me, did Josh Richards rob me? Maybe like, which that one was kind of true, but anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just about definitely with every post I put, I have that in the back of my mind of like, I want it to be like informative and truthful yeah. and yeah, yeah. So important because yeah, there are there's a lot of um, fake news. I feel like normally people talk about fake news in politics. But there's yeah. a lot of fake news in celebrity news. Oh, as well. absolutely. So many. Yeah. Um. So, what are your goals for the future of Keep Up Radio and TikTok and beyond? Yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot recently, and I almost want to say like I don't know exactly for sure, but I definitely know I want to keep growing the page. I've had some different ideas of like, what if because I feel like with my videos, they're very like blog-like, like four mm -hmm. facts that you didn't know. That's like a BuzzFeed kind of 17 magazine, like OG had like the things that I used yeah. to like to like click on. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I've brought in that um, what works because those works that's why those articles are titled that way to TikTok in like video and audio form as well so I've played with the idea of like oh like what if this became like a media outlet and I brought on other pe personalities to like do things that maybe I'm, I can't speak well on like sports or like mm. you know other entertainment things so that's like an idea I've played with in my head but definitely like far down the line maybe and then I think personally I definitely have a goal of maybe being able to like panel at like a, a comic-con or something like doing oh, something yeah. where like I get to moderate where people get to meet their their pe the people they stand um because I definitely have that idea where like I stand so many people I feel like I could never solidify one person that I would just die hard stand for like I give it up to people that dedicate like their content lives to one person because it's a lot um mm -hmm. and I always found interest in like multiple people so I love that idea of maybe being able to either facilitate like a Q&A or something like that, or maybe having like a talk show where like celebrities or influencers get to come and like I get to have them play fun games. Like, do you really know the lyrics to your favorite songs or stuff like that? So bigger goals for sure. But I think those are like long-term goals. Short-term, I definitely want to just keep doing what I'm doing and see what works. Keep making I videos. That. I love the vision. I'm so Thank excited. You. And then... We kind of touched on this a little bit already, but what advice would you have someone just starting out their TikTok? Yeah, I definitely would say don't be discouraged if it doesn't blow up right away. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, I started TikToking and doing everything social media wise two years ago and everything I learned throughout those two years helped me, I think, to 
be successful in this like small moment that I've mm-hmm. had right now. Like it really wasn't just like a, I started TikToking and that's what happened. It wasn't something that just happened overnight for me. And yeah. in, in doing my research too, I actually learned this about uh, Sienna May, Sienna Gomez on TikTok. She oh, yeah. re- had sat down with um, famous birthdays and told them, she's like, yeah, like I'd been TikToking for two years before that TikTok blew up. So I think a lot of people do have like, some people are lucky. Like I think a Charlie D'Amelio is very, very lucky where yeah. she's like truly just 16 having a time and then it blows up. But I think for a lot of the people that are finding success, I think this was something they wanted to do for a really long time. And they're yeah. just on the, the platform now because like it's such a place where you can grow and have success and, and growth is totally possible. I believe for anybody right now, I think it's like how YouTube was back in the day. And now everybody's on YouTube and TikTok, I think is becoming that thing where if you hop on it right now, I think you have the potential to grow, but I think it's about just like, keep trying, keep finding your thing. I I am a firm believer that you have to niche down to blow up. I think for a long time, I was very anti-niche, but that just came from a place of not knowing what my niche was. Um, So I think also too, don't feel, feel, feel free to like play around a little bit and see what sticks. And then maybe if you find something that worked for you, like jump to that and like make that your niche if you think you can consistently be happy with it and keep posting about it every day yeah definitely I've definitely found for my TikTok the niche is so important because my mm-hmm. whole t- my whole TikTok is about Ariana Grande it is yes and I do get requests of like can you do a video about Lady Gaga or can you do a video about Rihanna and I'm like no like I ha- I, I'm really trying to stay consistent to the point of the TikTok and it's hard yeah. sometimes you want to do stuff that's different but I I I know that people know me. They know, oh, I'm going to go to that account for Ariana. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I think about it. Um, so transitioning a little bit, you did your podcast episode about Ariana, like you said, and the title was, is Ariana the biggest icon of our generation or something like that? Yeah. So to you, what does icon or iconic mean? Yeah. Um, if you were to ask my now fiance actually recently got engaged. Oh, congrats. Thank you. Um, yeah, but if you were to ask him, he would definitely say Whitney uses the word iconic way too much. And way too <laughs> quickly. Um, but I think there's truth there, there's purpose behind me using iconic as often as I do. And I think it's that, you know, I, I really think iconic is relative to the person. Like we do have right. people that like have superseded all others and can have that standard of like they are a superstar like they are iconic because they've reached a b and c but i think we're in a time now especially with social media that like there's a lot of talent talented people in this world and now they have a place to be able to broadcast that and create their own audience and before i think you had to have a connection you had it was all about tv you could not Mm -hmm. pick up your phone and start making a platform for yourself versus now you can absolutely pick up your phone, sit in front of your computer and create a platform for yourself, find your audience and thus be iconic to them. So (laughs) I would say that iconic is definitely a term that's relative to who you're asking. And I don't think I would ever like invalidate somebody and be like, oh, they're not iconic. I mean, I definitely could be like, here's why I think Ariana Grande is better than this person over here, you know, (laughs) but I still respect that you think that that person is more iconic than Ariana. Ariana, let's say you know yeah. yeah it's interesting I remember a few years ago I saw something that was saying that subculture is the new pop culture because mm-hmm. there's so many people on YouTube or TikTok who are so famous to the people that follow mm-hmm. them but they may not be known as widely 
as other celebrities, even though yeah. that person, they could be totally starstruck meeting that person because um, they're so big in their subculture. Absolutely. I think about that with like James Charles, for instance, like mm -hmm. I had seen James Charles and I was like, I've seen him. I remember when he was like the first male cover, cover girl or yeah. cover boy you know? and um, thinking like, I've seen him, but who is that? You know, like, but he like, and then when, when I was, once I graduated college, I was like, okay, like I really want to get into like YouTube and watch like some beauty people. I hadn't been like into makeup like I am right now. And I quickly realized like, oh, he's like a superstar. Like people love him. Like he definitely is who he is, but I had just had not known him because you know, like, like you said, like subculture is the new pop culture. Somebody can totally like within their niche, like be like huge, but still like not be known by somebody else, which I think is kind of cool because you mm -hmm. can like kind of exist in your own little world. But if you want to like take a step back and like, you know, like it's still like, okay to like, you can like breathe a little bit. I feel like it's cause I feel like being like so, so big, it could probably be overwhelming. I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, Ariana would definitely fit into that category of absolutely mass appeal, <laughs> a mass appeal celebrity. So what do you think makes Ariana iconic? Oh my goodness. Um, let me count the ways that I think. <laughs> um, I, I really think um, Ariana came, like, first of all, talent. She's talented. She right. can sing. Like, she can absolutely sing. Like, I think, again, there, this is another thing within our time period. Like, anybody can pick up a microphone and sing a song right now, but, like, not everybody can actually, like, carry a note and, and sing and, like, make you feel the way some people do. And I think Ariana Grande has that 1,000%. Um, and I think she came in at a time where social media, I think like the, the, the generation of talent before Ariana was still trying to figure out social media and it wasn't right. like around as much versus Ariana, who I think she came in at a time where, okay, we understand social media. We understand people can leverage it to grow. And I think that that time period of one, her having talent and like understanding social media at that time helped her really like be able to take over the world that the way she yeah. has. <laughs> um, I yeah. think of her as well as like a Selena Gomez who was just, it was the right time. Social media was a thing and like, she's just so big. Um, you know, I think it's really funny when you see somebody like who I'm going to say like super iconic, but like I said, we just had this whole conversation, but you see somebody like a Mariah Carey, yeah. you know, but like Ariana Grande has more Like sometimes it's funny to look to me where I'm like, this person really has put in their time, but right. because of the timing of it all, this person's up here and this person's down here, you yeah. know, so it's just relative. So yeah, very interesting. But I think, yeah, definitely her talent. And I think when she started singing and she's just like, so fun. I love her music. She's just all bops, <laughs> everything great about her. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like one of the definitions of icon or iconic is that it symbolizes it, like the icon symbolizes something greater than itself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with Ariana, it's interesting because I feel like her style is so iconic. Like the ponytail, you see the po ponytails are like synonymous with Ariana Grande now. Like she's made it her her own in a way. She kind of like owns the ponytail or anything. Um, there was some TikTok recently that was about like, is this Ariana Grande? And it was like, no, it's Khloe Kardashian. Like that basically any celebrity with oh. a ponytail will look like Ariana Grande if you blur the face out. I absolutely but, love that. <laughs> yeah, because the ponytail is so known for being Ariana. Um, and so I think there's that. And of course, like the thigh high boots, I think her style is starting to change a little bit, but kind of anything, the ponytail is the most consistent, but anything that she does kind of becomes known for her 
doing it, like the cloud emojis, whatever it is. I agree. I agree. I think she definitely put the ponytail on the map. Um, if I am trying to have like a specific kind of energy where like I'm trying to create and stuff, I definitely will throw braids in my hair and make it like a ponytail and like long, like Ariana, like she, for sure, her style, I think, like you're saying with the the ponytail and the thigh high boot, like that's just definitely synonymous with her at this point and yeah. makes sense in terms of the definition of icon and being like that, that bigger self, for sure. Yeah. And I agree with what you're saying, the vocals themselves. Oh, of course, yeah. Iconic, <laughs> iconic. <laughs> the whistle Man. tones. Well, it's interesting because Mariah kind of made the whistle tones iconic, but then Ariana's like, I can do it too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. It was <laughs> listen when because you we know Miss Mariah Carey can definitely have her feelings about people. So when the Christmas when it came out this this holiday season with her Ariana and Jennifer Hudson, I was like, oh, she co like thank you, you know, because like you get worried sometimes, and obviously you don't need to be co-signed by somebody to be successful. But I was just very happy that Mariah took the time to like yeah. sing with Ariana. I felt like, and when they had that moment where they were both doing the whistle tones, I was like, this is the content that we needed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was amazing. I feel like that was a really special moment for everyone. I'm really excited to see that. Yeah. What other celebrities do you consider icons? Oh my goodness. I, I feel like I always have to say Miss Kim Kardashian West. Mm -hmm. um, she's my phone screen background just <laughs> as like a person. I love that when people talk about like a lot of people will say where they're like, who's like the nicest person that celebrity that you've met? Like mm -hmm. a lot of people say Kim Kardashian, wow. you know, which I love. I think that speaks something because multiple people are saying multiple people are saying it and just from like a business standpoint you know I just absolutely love her fashion standpoint like she is iconic to me I think she really paved the way to say like you know we were in a time period where there was like one version of beautiful um, right and that was it and I think she her and her entire family came through and said that ain't the case anymore like yeah I can be not look like this and still be beautiful and I I loved that um and I again, it comes from that standpoint of like, obviously she has the things that put her on the map. And I always was upset as a, even as a child where they say, oh, she, she did this tape and now she's famous. She's not talented, whatever. And I'm like, just because she did that doesn't mean, even as a kid, I was like, that shouldn't invalidate what she's doing now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I've, so I've always had that mindset. Um, so I just also love that she was able to kind of, you know, move forward no matter what the naysayers were saying and still build this everything they do is iconic true yeah. like they, it's, we live in a, an era of kardashian so um definitely kim kardashian i would say um who else i think those are it probably and i think Nicki minaj is like a huge one for me oh, too. just um you know there had been like you know we had little kim and like everything like that but then i think Nicki minaj for like our generation put like female rapper like back on the map Mm -hmm. And I love that paved the way for so many people once again yeah. to like understand like, yes, like you can be a female, you can talk about these things and say like, I like this, I like that, I'm a woman and it is okay. And like, I don't care what anybody has to say. And now we have a Megan the Stallion, we have a Cardi mm -hmm. B, we're having so many new Flo Millie, like I just love it. So I think those would be my my two icons are Kim Kardashian and Nicki Minaj. I love them. I absolutely. love that. Yeah, no, that's so true about the Kardashians everything they do is iconic so true with you think like the, everyone wants the Kylie lips or the Kim Kardashian butt yeah. or um and then all the businesses that they've done and when with Nikki it's like she's the blueprint for yeah. this whole new generation so it's amazing yeah um okay so before we go I do want to go through a few 
Ariana rumors, nothing Ooh. to tea. Okay. But there's a few different fan rumors that we should discuss. So first of all, one of the first ones is there is a belief that we could get a POV music video for Valentine's Day. Oh, I love that rumor. (laughs) (laughs) I would absolutely love that. I hope it's true. So I don't know. I think some somewhat reliable source revealed that a POV video is in the works and it would kind of make sense with the theme of Valentine's Day coming up. I also think that Ariana, I think almost all of her albums, it's four music videos per album. Gotcha. So I'm waiting for the next two. Okay. Hopefully. I love that. Yeah, I love that rumor. <laughs> I hope it comes true. <laughs> and the next rumor is will Ariana join the weekend for the Super Bowl halftime show performance? Oh, I did see that. I saw that one. And I was likely? like, oh, I, have we ever seen Ariana at the Super Bowl? I don't think so, I right? Don't think so. Hmm. I don't, I, I, my heart says no, but I would absolutely love it. I don't know why I'm saying no, but I just have a feeling no, but like, I love that idea. And I absolutely (laughs) hope again, that that rumor comes true. What do you think? I'm 50, 50 on it because on one hand, the connection's definitely there because I do feel like Ariana was a big part of the weekend's ascent Mm -hmm. is their collaboration. Love me harder. Of course. Um, it, it was kind of one of his big breakout moments. In the yeah. pop, as a pop star mm-hmm. um, before when he was he was more of like an underground R&B artist from Canada mm-hmm. and then when he collaborated with her it really blew him up so it would make sense for like kind of Super Bowl halftime show which is like a lifetime achievement performance that you would want to mm-hmm. bring out someone that helped your career a lot yeah so I see that in the, my reasons why it could happen but there's also this, there's so much con- there's so much controversy about the NFL. Um, we've had like Rihanna says she's not doing the halftime show because of a Colin Kaepernick situation. Mm-hmm. There's also been complaints about the NFL's um, COVID compliance, mm-hmm. um, lack of safety compared to some of the other professional leagues. So I could see those being reasons why Ariana would decline. Yep, part of it. She cares. Yeah. So it's kind of 50-50 for me. I, I I think both stances that you have are absolutely correct. And yeah, so 50, maybe I'll move to the 50-50 now because <laughs> I feel like both points are valid for sure. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. It's a week from today when we're recording, so next Okay, week. we'll know soon. <laughs> and then the last rumors are, will we get a Positions Deluxe or will we even get a seventh album from Ariana this year? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, I would love that. And here, so here's my stance on that. Um, maybe, I feel like maybe yes, because when I listened to her Zach saying interview for positions, she was like, I loved 
doing a tour with two albums. So she right. did Sweet, Sweetener and Thank You Next. So that to me stood out as like, oh, okay. Like she definitely has to do two before she goes on tour again. So I feel like, yeah, like we have to get something. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm here for that rumor. Yeah, I'm going to say true. We'll see, what first. we'll see what happens. <laughs> the rumors are definitely buzzing for that. I I agree with you because I also go back to that Zach saying interview. So I definitely feel like we will get another album before tour. Mm-hmm. But who knows what's going to happen with touring. Um, right. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But I don't know. I'm also still stuck on like, okay, I feel like the Positions era isn't over yet. So That's it, true. Because I feel like we're going to get two more music videos, maybe. And then maybe we'll get AG7 later this year. We'll see. Yeah, because I feel like you're right in the fact and something I definitely learned in the research was that all her albums are definitely chapters of her life. Mm. And yeah, that makes sense. I do feel like that would have been a very short chapter potentially, mm-hmm. but I guess we Sweetener and Thank You Next were like kind of pretty close to, I guess. Right, so, maybe, right. so we'll see, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I know. I do feel like we're still in the position to That album is just so iconic. I absolutely love it. And I loved how it, the songs went viral on TikTok with it too. So, yeah. and the trends along with it. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we can wrap it up there, Whitney. Thank you so much for joining me. Where can the people find you? Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I had the best time. Um, you can find me on TikTok as Keep Up Radio. And then my YouTube is also Keep Up Radio. And then my Instagram is Keep Up Wit, like W H I T, like my name. It's like Keep Up With Me, but it's Keep Up With Me yeah okay everyone go check out Whitney and thank you so much for joining me today thank you for having me okay I want to thank Whitney again for calling in it was truly so great talking to her I found her so inspiring and truly I hope you all took notes on all of her TikTok advice because she's like such a pro and very strategic a lot goes into running a successful TikTok so I really admire her and I truly cannot wait to see what she does next because I feel like there are great things coming from her you heard it here first (laughs) okay (laughs) okay so we're gonna see what happens with the Super Bowl this weekend will Ariana be there we'll find out um but as always you guys can follow me at Ariana podcast on Instagram Twitter, TikTok. I'm also on Facebook. Just search Young Beautiful Successful. Please subscribe or leave a review wherever you're listening and screenshot that you listened and I will definitely repost you on the at Ariana podcast Instagram or Twitter. I love you guys so much and I'll see you next time on Young Beautiful Successful. Bye!